Educating with neuroscience, what's that all about? And what do neuroscientists Dr. Steve Miller and Dr. Martha Burns have to say about it to educators? Hello, I'm Colin Klupik. In this episode of Learning Capacity, I'm announcing the Educating with Neuroscience conference hosted by LearnFast to be held on Friday the 26th of August 2016 in Melbourne, Australia. For all the information about the conference, including how to register, visit learnfastforschools.com.au slash conference. But before you do, take a moment to consider this. When it comes to school education these days, you don't have to look too far to realise that there's plenty of critique of current systems. There are strong movements for reform and a reimagining of what school can be like. And it seems like almost everyone has an opinion. After all, everyone went to school in some capacity or another. The good part about all this is that the conversation is coming back to the importance of learning, how we understand learning, and how we can improve student learning. Over the last 30 years or so, emerging work from neuroscience has been helping us understand the brain much better. We can now know the living brain, and not just the brain in the jar. We know that it's plastic. It can change. It can reorganize. It can make new connections. And all this can happen right throughout our lives, and not just in the early years. So what does this mean for education? Have we sold ourselves short, thinking that it's all just about teacher-driven content? Have we gone too far the other way, suggesting that kids can just work stuff out if teachers talk less and allow the students to be more self-directed? Is the concept of educational neuroscience just another fad, or the latest topic for teachers to endure at professional development meetings? The Educating with Neuroscience Conference 2016, hosted by LearnFast, We'll address those big questions and provide practical insight for educators on how to use emerging knowledge of neuroscience to make student learning better. And if you dare to dream, you might realise that working with people and their brains is one of the most exciting and rewarding things you could ever do. Two of the keynote speakers at the conference will be Dr. Steve Miller and Dr. Martha Burns. They're both renowned for their work in neuroscience over the last few decades and have contributed directly to the development of neuroscience-based solutions and resources that have been helping learners the world over. If you're wondering if this is real or not, here's a snippet of my discussion with Dr. Martha Burns, Director of Neuroscience Education at Scientific Learning, back in September 2015. More about in educational discussion, it seems, all the time, particularly at things like school conferences. Um, is this a specialist area of knowledge, or is it just a general title for intellectual-sounding conversation? <laughs> Actually, it is a new branch of neuroscience. Neuroscience, I should say, is a relatively new discipline. Um, neuroscience as a discipline emerged around 1995, 1990 to 1995. Before that, we had groups of people who studied the brain. We had neurologists who studied illnesses of the brain. We had neuropsychologists who studied the mind and emotions. Um, but by around the middle of of 1990s, we had this emerging umbrella field called neuroscience that was actually looking at how the brain works and looking at how the normal brain or typical brain works. And a branch of that that has emerged in about the last three or four years is educational neuroscience. So for a while there was something called cognitive neuroscience, there was something called systems neuroscience. Um, and they were all looking at the brain from different perspectives. But this new educational neuroscience discipline that's emerged is now, is now a graduate program in many universities, at least here in the United States. So 
Um, if you look online, if you go online and look at educational neuroscience programs, you'll see that almost all of them started after about 2010. 2011, 2012, they, schools would say, we have just initiated a new doctoral program in educational neuroscience. So it is a formal discipline. It does exist. It does have its own body of research, but it is brand new. A couple of months later, in November 2015, I had the opportunity to talk about this concept with Dr. Steve Miller, Chief Scientist at Novanix Corporation. If you're thinking this is all a bit new, well, you might like to consider this. Um, and, you know, I, I very proudly go up and say, you know, this came out of the University of California, Berkeley, you know, neuroscience program. Yeah. This, uh, now, um, Mike Mersnick, who's a member of the National Academy of Sciences in the States for his work in brain plasticity, developed a cochlear implant, part of the team to develop the cochlear implant. Um, you know, uh, Mike's, uh, I worked with Mike and, and, and again, a group of other colleagues to take brain plasticity training and, and bring it to the masses. Um, and so companies like Lumosity, Posit Science, where uh, Mike started, Scientific Learning, which Mike started, those are all companies that, that have published um, clinical trials that you might expect to see, you know, uh, you know done uh, for a drug to get approved. Mm. And, so, and so the research evidence is enormously strong. Now, that's complicated, you know, it's, right? You, you, you're not going to have good science that, that's, that's overly simplistically communicated. Um, and so you have to know, and you have to learn the vocabulary. You have to know what, what does it mean when somebody says, you know, they ran a quasi experimental study. You have to learn that if you're in education now, because if you're going to review evidence, that's a real term, you know? Yeah, and sure. so, and so, um, uh, if you want to bring science to a practice, you have to learn the terminology. And so, um, I, you know, I, I always take it and say, not everybody's ready for it. It, it does take some people a couple of years to listen to it. And so, but they do have to, they do have to start or they're not going to realize that there's evidence out there that they should be weighing. So what you're um, telling, what you're telling me though, is that this field is coming and people, people need to start reading up about it. Um, actually that there were, um, uh, there was more published in neuroscience in the last five years than there was in the preceding, some people say hundred, but let's just say a really long time. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so, so basically it's coming or it's, it's here. Yeah. I would, what I would say is it's here. And if you haven't looked, you may not have noticed it, but you know, uh, and, and then here's the example I, 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 you know, I give people on, um, pro athletes are, are, you know, go, are doing neuroscience training to be better at, at being, uh, competitive athletes. Uh, the military in a dozen countries, uses brain training to make, you know, their, um, their teams elite more consistently elite. Mm. Um, every hospital, right. Has, has a neuroscience team <laughs> that uses neuroscience technologies in neurology to help assess things. Companies around the world. If you look at the fortune, the top hundred companies, I promise you half of them have done a neuroscience study. To, the, to, to see where they should be doing in making something more effective or impacting decision-making, how did decision-making work among their consumers? The place where it's last, to be honest, is in, in the learning space, in yeah. education. Yeah. Now, and part of that is, I mean, I, just to be fair, I want education to be late at some things, right? Because I, if I drop my kids off there, I don't want them picking up the brand new thing 
um, every time it comes out or every week they'd be changing the curriculum. Yeah, sure. But it is time, but but it is time now. (laughs) So if you'd like to know how educational neuroscience can help improve educational outcomes for all students or help teachers gain greater job satisfaction or gain greater educational outcomes from existing resources or empower teachers and improve learning capacity, then register your place now by visiting learnfastforschools.com.au slash conference. You'll also find that link in the description for this podcast episode, but that link again, learnfastforschools.com.au slash conference. And as your host on the day, I look forward to seeing you there. And if you'd like to stay in touch with our latest discussions and interviews, then you can subscribe to this podcast completely for free. Search for Learning Capacity on iTunes or your favorite podcast service on your favorite device or visit soundcloud.com slash learnfast. I'm Colin Klupik. Until next time, bye for now.